Um, welcome back to another episode of a Laughing Matter podcast. What's up? What's up? How are you doing, Allie? I'm doing really well this week. How are you doing? Are you really? Yeah. I'm doing all right. I'm kind of tired. It's been a long week for me. Has it? You working a lot? Yeah, just working a lot. Boo. I know. Are you happy it's the weekend? I am, but I have to work all weekend. <laughs> the life we live. I know. I hate that. Well, what's up? What happened this week? Anything super crazy cool? I don't think so. I'm trying to think back. It feels like just it's all a blur you know I what i mean that. yeah i honestly don't even know what i did but i just know it was a good week <laughs> that's good yeah you know i feel calm you look like you're glowing thank you so much probably makeup <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much actually yeah. you know what i went um we did we had a fish fry last night and Ooh. i've been dying to go to a good fish fry yes we go to this one called the bridge um and it's like right on the water so mm-hmm. like it's just literally right under a bridge and that's gorgeous had, like, music and <gasps> I mean, we had to wait forever because it was so packed, but it right. was so good, so it was worth it. Where is that place? It's like I in Fremont. Heard of that before. It's oh, like Fremont. It's like I don't know, maybe like twenty five minutes out of the city. That's not too bad. No, and you just take one of the main roads out there, and all of a sudden you run into it. Ooh. So yeah, it was a pleasant surprise when we found it. That's and awesome. Delish, so I have to try it out. Yeah, you should. Um, I don't know what's going on in the world. Honestly, I don't even know. I think this has been a kind of a tame week for everybody. I know, <laughs> except for the stuff going on with Kiki Palmer. Have okay. you heard about this? Vaguely. I heard that her man or her baby daddy went a little bit He off went the wall. off, like yeah. on, on Twitter, not on threads. He should have been on threads, but... <laughs> Speaks volumes that it was on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, she, so I guess she went to a Usher concert, and she's okay, wearing yeah. this like really beautiful outfit and it was kind of like a see-through dress situation With and like usher a had like kind of under yeah it's very usher like brought like trendy her, it's very trendy yeah. it was super cute right usher brought her like on stage and i guess her baby daddy like reposted a picture of her wearing it on stage and he was like but you're a mom though disgusting yeah as a mom like how do you feel about that because you're also a person yeah no that's so disgusting and the fact that men like don't understand like what it's like right after you have a baby yeah I can't even imagine how much like confidence it probably took her and like yeah you know I, mean? I don't know how long ago she had her baby but it takes a while for you to get your groove back yeah and for any man first of all to ever tell a woman what she should wear yeah you're disgusting go away agreed <laughs> and like the internet I heard the internet like clap back at him yes and, like really went off like absolutely which they should yeah <laughs> but like how bad for like Kiki like that's your and he like unfollowed her and like yeah it was like a whole thing i don't even know if they're still together but like what an awful situation for her to be in because not only was she like publicly body shamed by Mm -hmm. her own like what is supposed to be your partner in life yeah but like now you have a a huge decision to make like are you gonna stay with this person after like he publicly shamed you and the whole world saw it and went after him for it or you know are you gonna make the difficult call to end the relationship like that's so hard. that has to be just Especially so traumatizing and the spotlight's like right on you exactly and that's so oof oof yeah oof. if I, I mean it's so hard to say because she just had a baby with this man but like yeah. it's only gonna get worse i know only gonna get worse for you and, and he's like, ugly and she's like america's she's sweetheart Kiki Palmer. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like protect her at all costs of course yeah oh my god i feel terrible for her i think men that act like that are just insecure trash pukes and like and it's just like (laughs) yes i was gonna say it's such young behavior like i remember my high school boyfriend would tell me all the time dress like you have a boyfriend dress like you have a boyfriend absolutely and i was like what the fuck does that mean right like 
I don't know. I can't imagine you like ever being like, provocative <laughs> anyway. So that's like funny. I guess. <laughs> I know. Like you're not that. That's not your style. Like, no, you're it's always not. Just more elegant anyway. So oh, that's thank beyond. You. Yeah, you're chic. What a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. So. As I currently sit here in my sweatpants and sports bra. <laughs> this doesn't count. This doesn't count. Comfy here. Yeah. No, I just, I can't stand men like that. I've definitely had my fair share of boyfriends who have tried to exert control over things like that. Yeah. It's just like looking back, like I definitely have let men be like, oh my, I would be like affected by it. And I'd yeah. be like, oh my God. And now I'm just like, oh, you don't like that? Like I make it worse now. Bummer. <laughs> I'm aware <laughs> all naked. the time. <laughs> so I don't know. I think men like that are disgusting. I agree. She deserves better. She's a gem. Yeah. No, she's sweet. Yeah. Um, one of the th- <laughs> podcasts that I listened to this week, you know, I listened to Juicy Scoop religiously. Yeah. Um, and she kind of had a funny thing about comedy clubs. And she said with Sarah Kalana this week that she, they both accept when fans bring them treats like homemade things and we have had a plethora of those ex- like that is wild to me why would they- i have never actually seen a comic eat That's a homemade treat no it's always like people uh, get them and then they just leave they them leave or throw them, them away or yeah. whatever because you know you don't know what people are baking in there exactly. honestly like exactly. people are crazy yeah or just like germs in general it's just yeah. kind of a weird thing i've even seen people like bring things from stores like cheese curds before yeah. and be like welcome to wisconsin this is yeah a normal thing <laughs> and like they eat just our fried cheese them. yeah because uh, it's weird right it is just like a thing and yeah, yeah i want to talk about that because i can't believe like they do clubs regularly like, yeah they're gonna have people you know what else sarah said though on this episode she said that one time she had one of her loyal like chelsea lately fans go out to a show and she paid for their hotel. They um, they were they were coming in for there's like this 18 year old girl who really loved Chelsea lately and loved the whole staff. Mm-hmm. Um, and she reached out to Sarah saying, "Hey, I'm coming to your show, but like, there's no hotels. Like, where are you staying? I want to stay somewhere safe." And then Sarah didn't put her up in the same hotel, but put her in like a Marriott and like wow. paid for the hotel. She, she was just like, "I just don't want some like 18 year old girl coming to my show getting like." murdered in some hotel and like that is beyond nice i could that never is so imagine. kind that is some shit that i like i'm I like, like actually I so impressed by that me too I, I well, think heather that's was, like very sweet yeah heather was just like what the fuck like <laughs> <laughs> that's too much i guess like the i mean to talk about it on the podcast like now i feel like she's gonna get an influx of messages of like where should i stay well, trying what, to yeah, like get like, her to pay for or, the hotel but I like guess. the fact that she just did it as a one-off i think that's very sweet i think it was very just telling of who she was and yeah. i just do you remember when they came out with her husband and like we went to i want to say i don't know just some bar downtown like the christmas bar yeah probably yeah, yeah and like she bought a shot and like her husband used to play for the packers right so, that like, was a that big was, deal i remember that i think we paid more attention to that than who Sarah i think like was. the whole community did honestly yeah. like so many people because he got up on stage like a couple times just yeah. to like introduce himself or whatever he and people went crazy yeah he, yeah he was a punter john ryan that's his name yes thank yeah. you john ryan so, so they're cool. I love them. And I just they are. Just they're really so cool. She's a good person. I don't yeah, know. she's Surprise. always just so fun to work with, and such a sweet lady. And like, I, she's a very popular comedian, and absolutely. she just like has the chillest vibes. Yeah. I really like working with her. Yeah, she was one of my. And favorites. she has a book. Did she really? Yeah, I haven't read it, but one of the servers, one of the old servers, shout out to Dana. Oh, um, yeah, she was big on. Yeah, she loves her. Yeah. She has her book. That's awesome. We should read it. Yeah, we should. Yeah, I really liked her. But I just thought it was funny because think about how many things that we have like thrown away over the years because people brought homemade treats in. Yeah, I think it's wild like, that they're eating them. Like, no, <laughs> they're not even things that I would eat. Like, no, no. that's crazy. Yeah, you're gonna get poisoned or drugged. Yeah, 
yeah just so yeah don't bring your comedians yeah don't waste your money like your time or your money like it's a very sweet gesture but like for safety purposes comics don't typically eat right whatever is brought in like you said even if it's from a store it's there's like a handful of times where we had like a we have a at home club there's a professional baker on staff like Mm -hmm. he's a bartender but like his full-time thing is like he's a professional baker and occasionally for comics that he has previous relationships with like return comics he will bring in like cookies or like little cakes or something like that but i feel like that's a little different because it's yeah, like he knows them he knows them like, <laughs> like he has he's like, like an like actual a relationship with like Vicky yeah black and like yes taylor tomlinson did um dessert saturdays and yes. so before that we had like and he talked to her ahead of time like would you like me to like bring something in for yeah. dessert you know mm-hmm. which i think is a little bit different but if you're just a fan going to a show it's just save your money yeah, yeah just don't do that so i was just yeah. so surprised by that <laughs> yeah that is wild mm-hmm. they should be more aware <laughs> yeah. but yeah yeah what else you got going on in the world nothing um i'm actually re-listening to all of the harry potter books because i, I just potter. like yes i probably listen to the audiobooks like at least twice a year that is wholesome i know <laughs> so i'm re-listening to them right now and i just realized that ron's birthday is march 1st which is your birthday that is my birthday i didn't so know that i guys, didn't even know yeah that. Oh your God. birthday twins is ron weasley so the you guys pisces. are both pisces and harry was born at the end of july which makes him a leo Ooh, and i'm a leo, leo. and oh. i was like our friendship is meant to be i love it <laughs> what is hermione i actually don't know if they talk about her we birthday. don't have hermione anyways so. yeah <laughs> klaus can be hermione yeah no kidding <laughs> naomi can be hermione <laughs> i love it oh yeah no kidding that's yeah. so cute well i love that i know vibes. so that was my little fun fact for for the day i um restarted watching game of thrones this week <laughs> and like i usually always stick to season three um yeah. i just think that one's the best one yeah but then i did season four this week and i'm just like oh some of this is hard to watch but mm-hmm. honestly it's so it's still so good like i'm fully captivated until the last <laughs> season i know it's such a disappointment I will, yeah i don't rewatch that part I skip the last <sighs> one. yeah i rewatched it all last year and mm-hmm. i don't think i watched like the last few episodes of the last season because it's just like what's the point i know it was like so emotional that first time it was like this is happening and then it was yeah. just i couldn't watch i'm like it. so ready for another game of thrones thing like something where like the entire world is like captivated by a show like i don't want it to be like game of thrones specific but like i feel like since game of thrones there hasn't been another like i know really big thing where Where it's like everyone is like and it's like a couple of seasons like of course we had like tiger king and um you know like there's like those netflix series like bridgerton and stuff like that where it's like oh a bunch of people watch these but i feel like game of thrones was just like another level Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know i'm ready for something like that i was hoping that the witcher would take off like game of thrones did and it did not and now henry cavill is leaving this is his last season which is devastating he's like the main guy right yeah i tried to watch it actually a couple weeks ago Riker really wanted me to get into it it's so good i watch it with the subtitles though because the first season you like go back and forth in time and you don't like know that originally as the watcher so you have to like I feel like seeing the names on the screen was really helpful to me to know who the people were and who the people were talking about. Gotcha. Um, Yeah, I should give it another shot. No, you really should. It's so good. But I'm, like, so devastated that Henry Cavill is leaving. I'm a huge Henry Cavill fan. He's gorgeous. Yeah, he's... Um, And then, so he left because, for a couple of reasons, but, like, one of the reasons he stated was that he's, like, a big fan of the actual video game because the witcher the show is based on the witcher the video game nice. and so he was 
very frustrated with how the writers were writing the character because oh. he was kind of like no the character wouldn't do this or like well he has the power to do this so why would he do that right like so he just didn't feel that they were being genuine to the source the it's material so source yeah and so he was like i'm not doing this so that was a part of the reason that he left and then there was also rumors that he left because he you know was the original superman as well or not the original but he was superman as well um and something about how like there's going to be another superman movie coming out and the people i don't know promoting that movie didn't want him to be doing the witcher at the same time so he left but now he's not doing superman either so he just screwed him out of everything yeah Yeah. and it's like devastating i'm like what the heck hollywood yeah everything in hollywood is so fucked up right now are you keeping up with all of the like the writers and like the strike and all that shit not really it just seems really fucking foul so basically my understanding of it is that these writers aren't getting paid for when their stuff goes on streaming services and like those are getting repeated consistently right right but they're not they get paid for it one time and then it's, (gasps) it's done so everybody's on strike right now like you guys need to pay more yeah and then I saw some good for them. Like, absolutely. But I'm seeing like the response from, you know, like the other people who are holding back the money, sure, the yeah. production companies, the CEOs, yeah. they're calling it disturbing. They're calling it, they're trying to hold off disturbing. Yeah. That these writers want more money. And they're basically saying that they're going to withhold all of it. And they expect it to this con- to continue until like October, which is fine right now. Like there's nobody's running out of things to watch. Yeah. But come fall when all of those new shows are going to start. Nobody's going to show up. Have anything. Everything's paused right now. Nothing's like, that's happening. That's ridiculous. Your writers are your source of entertainment. Like you're not going to have a show. Of your shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. It's disgusting. Like, yeah. And it's, well, <laughs> it's on one side, it's terrible for the people who are in it. I was having a conversation with somebody and they're like, this is your time to shine girl. Go get that $25 an hour. And go write an episode <laughs> of the Simpsons. Like, $25 an hour. That's shit. They're just saying for like, writers. Fuck. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're just going to accept anybody to do whatever. Cause they're not going to have anybody. And it's right. just like, ugh, just pay your people. It's their art. Like, fuck. Everyone should pay their people. Right. Your staff is the backbone of your business, right. no matter where you are. Like, yeah. if you're not paying your staff, if you're not treating them correctly, like, then your business is not as profitable as it could be. Right. So. That's really shitty. I feel really it bad is really for shitty. all those people who are, like, missing out on work right now because they have no work to go to. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully they're getting, you know. I hope that paid. it works out. They should really pay those people more. I know. You don't, you think that they would. Like, why wouldn't it just be, like. Right, and it probably is very frustrating to be the person who is, like, the creative mind behind these shows, Mm -hmm. and then you see people like Brad Pitt, who just have, like, millions and millions and billions of dollars, and you have, like, not that much. for the same project, right? That's just beyond. Yeah, that is beyond. So, yeah. They maybe need to, like, redistribute the wealth a little bit more in the industry. That, and it's just, like, if we're going to have streaming services, I mean, it kind of sounds simple as fuck. Like, you are going to have... Meet the parents on for two months. Yeah. Then they get paid, you know, for that two months. And then it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they should get some sort of check. It seems simple yeah. enough. They rotate shows frequently enough where. Do they not get royalties? Like, some. That's the issue. Oh, they're not. They they're not getting royalties. Yeah. They get none of it. They get paid that wow. one time. But then this show is going to be repeated for. Right. The next like, a lot years. of actors and stuff like that get royalties. So right. it's like, if they're getting royalties, why would writers exactly. and other people yeah, yeah. So. involved in the creation not get royalties? That's very interesting. I know. So it's definitely something we'll have to keep uh, updated on because I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Yesterday they had. No, like, I definitely want to look more into that. I turned on TikTok and like Fran Drescher was like 
talking about it yesterday and it was I love Fran thing. I know but I was just like <laughs> out of all people I'm like Fran Drescher is sitting here just like making the announcement yeah go her so late high school was like Nick at night the Fran, nanny the nanny obsessed oh all nanny the time yeah yep. her outfits she was spoke to my soul she was <laughs> I saw that lady and I was like I want to be her yes, I love it. <laughs> so funny yeah oh, she's a shit Amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, should we jump into our uh, special of the week? Yeah. So our special of the week was Reality Check by Kevin Hart. It is on Peacock mm-hmm. for streaming. So anybody interested in watching it? Um, what were your initial thoughts? <laughs> it felt like I was at the VMA Awards right away. <laughs> Like the getting off the plane. Yeah, like thing. the whole thing, like going in, it was in Vegas, so it was just like lights, cameras, smoke like, machines. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> MTV. Amazing. So I mean it was cool. It was um it's big. It was it was good. Yeah. It was like what I expected from Kevin Hart, I feel. Absolutely. What were your initial thoughts? What are you thinking? Um, so he came on stage. Just the visuals first I want to dive into. He came on stage with a baseball bat, a Louisville yeah. Slugger baseball bat. Um, and he, like, straight up told the crowd, like, I dare you to come up here. Like, I will knock your head off with this baseball bat. Like, we're fine. back now. <laughs> straight up setting the boundaries. Clear communication. I love, love it. it. Um, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, but it's, like, also kind of, it made me think about, like, oh, this is real. You know what I mean? Like, he actually brought protection yeah. up on stage. And, like, yeah, he made a joke about it. But, like, right. that's legit. how scary, yeah. you know? And and I used to think about that a lot, you know, being in entertainment and running the comedy clubs was, like, well, what if we get into a situation where there is a shooting? And especially yeah. at home club because we yeah, were up on the third floor. floor. So, like, exiting would be quite difficult. And so it's, like, yeah, yeah it was funny, but... It is hard to think about as somebody who works in the entertainment industry and and especially, you know, people who are in charge in those situations, you know, like how would you personally handle something like that? Like so stressful, you know, and you don't know until you're in the situation, I feel like. So it's like you can have policies and you can have written plans and things like that. But like if you're the person who has to implement that plan and is completely in charge of the safety of all of your customers and your staff, like you have no idea how you're going to respond until somebody has a gun in your face. Right. Absolutely. You know, yeah. like you think about it. and oof. So, yeah, it was I thought it was like funny, but it was also like just, you know, definitely brought back some memories PTSD. i feel like some ptsd <laughs> yeah. yeah luckily nothing like that had happened but it's no. not far-fetched no it's not it's far-fetched not. for any of that to happen and it's yeah like you said there's where we were it was hard enough to get people all the way up like to, <laughs> to get people all and the then way get down. them all the way like, down yeah, yeah i mean problem. l club had a lot more exits which <laughs> is great and it was on the, the first floor but yeah i don't know still something that we had to feel like be aware well aware of yeah um have you noticed, have you heard a lot of, um, not so much with comedians, but with performances where people feel very comfortable throwing things on stage? Like BB Rexa got yeah. hit with a can and like showed a whole black eye. Yeah. It was like Morgan Wallen got hit with a boot. Somebody Jesus else. Christ. There's somebody else who got hit with some, I don't know if it was Ice Spice. I don't know, but I saw a bunch of videos and people just throw shit on stage. Like that makes me so like physically angry. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, what? What are you? It's doing? also like cowardice behavior. I right. feel like, yeah, like. 
a child is obviously doing this but like yeah. what the fuck like why you're not why what no one's gonna <laughs> see who did it and if they did you're in trouble dude like yeah and also like it's not like you're gonna kill somebody by throwing a boot at them like right. what what was the purpose behind this it's just yeah like you said very childish just beyond um, yeah more people need to listen <laughs> and figure out how to fucking act and just chill out yeah. like if you're going God. like it's so crazy to me that people buy tickets to go see people that they hate like out yeah. of hate right like you're spending a you know a hundred dollars or so to yeah. go like and also to go through all the stressful things of like standing in line like mm-hmm. you know like traveling if you have to travel for the show just to like go and throw a boot at and someone you don't time. like and have a bad time like why would you put the energy into that that's that's we're all already so tired like it's so hard just to live life like why are you i don't know spending your hard-earned money and time to just go and hate on people have a terrible time yeah and ruin your friend's time it's the same thing for me for like online hate it's like i would never just go and comment on somebody's page like you're trash like i know (laughs) i don't have the emotional capacity (laughs) i feel like or the time or the energy no always if i have something nice to say i will always say it yeah (laughs) like if somebody's outfit's really cute i'm like cute girl yes (laughs) i will never hold back a nice comment but i really truly do not understand that either Uh, social media is just crazy or it's like you follow people that you don't like like why there's already so much like negativity around you like if if somebody's like bringing up negative um like feelings to mm-hmm. you on your social media like why would you continue to follow their account that's so strange to me exactly exactly or if you just do not like something i know people get really weird about that like why would you do that it's petty like no it's not i never want to see you again yeah I never... <laughs> you're not gonna cause me stress on my own shit yeah <laughs> I'm, just try- I'm just trying to get my daily scrolls in exactly. okay like exactly. i don't know anyway back to kevin hart mm-hmm. i also really loved that he had like such a shameless plug for his own tequila okay like we were trying to figure out what it was yeah <laughs> and then i looked at the table and i was just like wow and the bat fit yes it thing. was clearly like a, a table made for the performance right 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 um but it was like the table was a giant bottle of his tequila with like a glass top and then on there he had his two tequilas like full bottles because at first i was like oh my god why would he need two full bottles of tequila and the way that it was shaped i thought it was like it kind of looked like 1942 and i was just like it did he have that's i i thought the same thing right um and then you know once i got a closer look at it i was like oh this is this different tequila and then i looked it up and it was it's his own tequila everybody so with their method marketing <laughs> i know and you know what i honestly love it like plug yeah. yourself you As are you your you know what i mean like you have to drive your own success and like obviously he's a very successful person already so like why freaking not right like why, why, why not yeah why just have a cup of water <laughs> when you can have your own tequila yeah so i did kind of love that he his his shameless plug for his own tequila um you know, the one thing, the big thing that stood out to me in this special, too, was that he is the callback king. I know. I think that's, like, what makes him so memorable and, like, such a an audience, like, a large audience pleaser is that he is so good at calling back to jokes that he it's is. It's a skill. Such yes. a good skill. And it's, like, and it's not always the same one. It's different ones. And yeah. he just, like, is really good at kind of, like, linking his whole set together and people love people go crazy for callbacks like people love callbacks because it's almost like you're setting up an um it's like an inside joke yes you're setting up an inside joke with your crowd and Mm -hmm. i just think that's so funny and people feel like they're involved then they're in the know they get it yeah oh crowds love callbacks i do agree i just like 
I mean, I wrote down like callback king and then I was underlining it every single time he did a callback. Mm-hmm. And I think I underlined it like four or five times. Yeah. I was like, this is wild. I know. When he so. ended it, I was just like, wow, he is super good at it. But yeah. I even remember like the first one that I ever saw of him years ago. I don't know what it was called, but it was the one with uh, the way my bank account's set up. The way my bank, you know what I mean? Everybody <laughs> yeah. knows that joke because yeah. it's so fucking funny. And the way he ends it is now the no, way my, my bank, bank account is set up. Like yeah. everybody knows it's it. It's the callback. He's just, he's good. Um, I do have to say, he told joke about his dad giving nicknames and like um crazy horse and stuff like that was that at all familiar to you because i feel like i had heard him tell this joke before really yeah Uh, did not sound familiar to me but like in a different special or did he thought maybe no he never came to l club he way too big (laughs) (laughs) yeah um that's why i was like man why did why does this seem so familiar so i don't know if i've seen like a clip or a previous special maybe he or maybe he similar. has something similar about his dad but i just remember during like the whole, whole bit i was like i feel like, i think i've heard this before maybe he put it back in there you know what though i did see at the end that this was recorded back in november so maybe yeah. you already saw a clip of it maybe it could have maybe that's what it was yeah you probably have seen it that's weird that he recorded it back in november and they so didn't too. release it until now but maybe that's just what it is with networks. Because I did notice so it said, like, 2022 tour or whatever. Yeah. And obviously. It's probably the network being, like, I don't know. They had their other shit. They had mm. Vanderpump rules going on. So <laughs> <laughs> they were a little bit I preoccupied. wonder, too, if it was about pay. Like, if he was, like. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there was, like, there contract too. negotiations yeah. going on of, like, yeah. When to do it. Right. Um, he loved, he dove into plastic surgery and about how nuts it is right now. Yes. Um, and this is actually a topic that was talked about with Heather McDonald and Sarah this week as well. Oh. And just. Because Heather McDonald has. She's had she's some work done. Some. <laughs> Most women have. Um, and Sarah even talked about how she had filler, but that was pretty much it. And like, I had filler. I've mm-hmm. never done Botox. Maybe one day I will. But I really thought that I was going to be somebody who blew my lips up. Like, I thought that I was going to do more than really? what I wanted to. I got one half of a syringe in yeah. my lips, and I'm never going to do it again. Really? <laughs> it hurt so much, and it was so expensive. And, like, the fact that I don't have big duck lips anymore, yeah. like, the more that I see all these women that have them, I'm The more grateful you are. I'm just like, I look different. Like, my... You also have, be- you like, you have you. naturally, like, beautifully I, shaped and kind of poofy lips already. <laughs> like, I think that people are looking for your what more is the natural shape. part yeah. yeah and i yes and i think more women need to take a step back and yeah. just be like you're beautiful with your weird little things like i have a little divot in my nose so i used mm-hmm. to hate it but i'm like other bitches don't got that yeah <laughs> like nobody else has oh this, my god this nose yes um but they were kind of just playing into that like if you you are the unicorn now like yeah keep it keep yeah. your keep your specific oh i kind of um, love that they that they talked about that I i'm too. actually so grateful for like my mom was always just very about like self and like personal beauty like mm-hmm. she would always talk about she like has a lot of freckles mm-hmm. um and she kind of has like what we call her fang so she's got like a larger canine tooth <laughs> Um, just on one side, but like, you don't notice it unless she smiles really big, but she's always like, Oh, I love my fang. Like she's always about those things. So I feel like I just like grew up with that for me. I'm like, Oh yeah, I have, I also have like a little bit of an indent 
near my fang and I'm like, oh, it's my fang. I got a fang. Like, <laughs> so cute. I love that. I know. No, that so I just like appreciate those women who are, are really able to like recognize their, their own personal beauty and yeah. like pass that down to their children. Mm-hmm. So like, I, think I hope that Nay learns that from for you. For sure. And she so. absolutely already is. Like the confidence that that girl has, I'm like, <laughs> I love it. She, she has like bluer eyes and like, I obviously am like dark. James mm-hmm. is dark. Um, and she gets it from her grandma on her dad's side and she's just like, I have the turquoise eyes. Oh, like they're blue, but like she's, she's, she knows her beauty and she loves it. I love that. I'm obsessed. I know. So I just, I thought that was really good. Um, yeah. And then Kevin, he talked more about BBLs and yes. <laughs> about how everybody got BBLs. Um, I don't think it, it's not a trend. I feel like anymore. I think it's really calm. It really down, was, but it for was a huge. Minute. Yeah. 2016, and like I remember seeing videos. I don't know if you ever saw them of the girls going down to Miami, um, and then they wouldn't have the money to do the recovery portion of the <gasps> surgery. What? So they would hop back up on the plane, and you'd see these girls because you can't sit on your ass. So they would like go like this on the planes to get home and like have to like kneel in their seats and like squish like ugh, like ugh, i just can't why I would can't you imagine. do that that is like <laughs> and then what if it's sad what is like yeah like there's so much wrong with the bbl like <gasps> i just like what's wrong i don't want to say what's wrong with you mentally like obviously we grew up in like a messed up culture where yeah. like looks are everything and stuff right. like that but like to have to feel that you have to put yourself through that i know just to have like a big old just go do some squats just go do some. i squats. promise you like even if you have the flattest butt in the world go yeah. do some squats and you'll get you'll get a little pop Work on your shoulders you're gonna get that hourglass figure Absolutely. <laughs> like, they, I, go see a I'm personal trainer over. yeah i don't know Ugh. and it's just so expensive but i feel like a lot of those girls that were doing that were the ones that were like had i don't know ten thousand followers so dr miami is gonna you know go pay for it for them yeah all the girls who are on mtv went through a phase like the mom girls went and did that oh yeah it's just like kind of sad because these doctors and the kardashians have those right 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 every time i see like when i'm watching the kardashians every time i see like a shot of their whole body and you see their butt you're like that's like it's you do look like an ant yeah you do like look, that is what kevin, what kevin like hart was saying he was ants. like all these ladies look like ants blah, yes. blah 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 and like it's so true do you remember the movie ants where they yes. yeah that's exactly what i'm thinking about yeah it's like <laughs> the way that they shake their the ass. way they walk and chloe was the one who did this i mean kim is a little bit shorter but yeah chloe is yeah <laughs> queen bee ant <laughs> Yeah, she is. Chloe's uh, the best one, though. I know. She's so funny. Yeah. Jacob Speak- tried to tell me Courtney was the best one the other day. I was like... <laughs> like your face! <laughs> I know. I was like, you have not even watched even a single him. full episode. Like, you I don't know. have an opinion on this. Courtney is the worst. <laughs> Courtney was the worst one, for sure. I think she just... She doesn't want to do it. And it's like, that's fine. Just go. Let just us, go. We don't want to watch Chloe you do it anyway. So... <laughs> have you watched... I, I know in earlier episodes I said I was over it, but I have watched this new season. <laughs> It has gotten funnier because you can tell that Scott's been back. And then this last episode, Chloe was like um, talking to the producer and Mm -hmm. they said they're hinting that Rob is going to come back. And it's like, oh, you guys are really really going low if you're going to fucking make Rob come back. Oh my God. I want Rob to come back. Are you kidding? Yeah. He's the best. Him and Scott together. Yeah. When Lamar was on, like. They were a trio. Hilarious. I hope Lamar is doing well. I know. And you know what? They actually gave him praise this episode and mm-hmm. said that he was doing well. That's or good. that he always stood up for them. Yeah. And I just love that. Yeah. Love that. Anyway. Anyway, back to um, the <laughs> Kevin Hart special. <laughs> Let's see what else. Oh, yeah. He said that somebody in L.A. was going to... 
was going around Denny's and then uh, putting their putting his wiener in everyone's breakfast. Oh and, yeah, like, just the visuals of this. Like, just <laughs> imagine sitting at a dinner at Denny's, having like a nice breakfast a nice some, breakfast at denny's or you know drunken <laughs> middle of the night <laughs> i don't know whatever you're doing there at denny's. <laughs> and some random dude just takes his cleaner out and puts it in your pancakes <laughs> i think i would honestly laugh so hard i would be like i'm getting punked right now yeah I'm i'd be like where are the cameras <laughs> <laughs> same that's what i would assume but i just can't even uh, and the fact that they're doing like news articles like i believe people when they say like he said that LA is like the land of the lost. Yeah. And it's not the first time I've heard that. I do yeah. feel like LA's weird ass energy. And this is just another example of that. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to go explore, but I would I don't think I could ever live in LA like no, that. No, I have no pull or drive to go to LA at all at all oh my god I really wanted to do a VPR bar crawl situation oh, and go to I all guess the maybe that would be the only thing <laughs> they're all I would want to do <laughs> they're all like donezo so oh yeah that's right yeah so it's pointless but yeah I feel that I feel like LA is kind of just yeah I feel like it's going downhill <laughs> <laughs> yeah, New York is where we gotta be. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna switch back to New York. Maybe, maybe Wisconsin is it? Maybe you know what? Maybe Wisconsin is it. Living costs, safe, yeah. safe whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It is, the only thing is cold. Years. Yeah, we do have a lot of serial you know killers. What? It's <gasps> cold. Did you see that they just charged someone with those Long Island murders? No. He's like a New York architect, and he there are they're charging him with two murders but they found up to 10 sets of remains oh my god when was since 2010 they've been investigating since 2010 oh my god yeah and there's so he's he the person they're charging is a new york architect and they tied him to the case via like phone records of a burner phone um family dna and something else as well my god yeah and if you see pictures of him he's like the creepiest man he's like he's like big has these beady eyes and this weird bowl cut i was like it's always it's always it's horrifying yeah it's always weird ones what was his um like what did he do that was so obviously kill but did he have a specific way of doing it that like i think so they were i mean they were all found in long island i believe um in the water on the beaches and then it sounds i don't know the details of the murders. Where was Garth but Brooks during these murders? <laughs> Where was Garth Brooks during these murders? Let's look that up. <laughs> Sorry, Welcome Garth. to our True Crime podcast. <laughs> it's about to switch real quick. <laughs> um, I don't know. I know that the they were reporting that the, the murders were horrific. So I think that there were like probably some sexual assault aspects or something yeah, like yeah. that. I don't know for sure. Obviously, I think more details will be coming out with yeah. the case, but. Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to keep up with that one. Um, back to Kevin Hart again. Back to Kevin Hart. <laughs> hey, did you notice that fucking ludicrous? They just randomly do a pan to ludicrous sitting in the crowd like a normal ass civilian. I know. <laughs> and then I'm he, like, what's going on? What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> just like a normal ass civilian. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, um, I do want to talk about that. Like Kevin Hart started off the specials too about saying like unclench your ass. Like I'm going to say things that are mean. Blah blah blah. I think this mm-hmm. is something that we've been hearing a lot. Unclench your asses. Like unclench yeah. your ass. Like I feel like that's how a lot of people have been going into their specials. Yeah. Like just prepare. This is jokes. Like don't get weird don't about me. it. Don't yeah, make don't it weird. Cancel guys. me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just interested to see kind of how that transitions. Yeah. Like, obviously... You think it's going to be the norm? I don't know. Because it's like, 
I feel like our culture really swung towards like the cancel culture, like you can't say anything, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But now all these comics are having to kind of like come out and be like, look, these are jokes. Like this is, yeah. this is my job. Let's just laugh. So you I'm, I'm curious them, yeah. if we're going to sway, like the pendulum's going to swing to, you know, again, be able to laugh at things that I are so. like maybe culturally inappropriate, mm-hmm. um, which I don't, I mean, I don't know how I feel about any of it. Like, jokes are jokes right um but i'm just really interested to kind of see what happens there since that is i feel like a statement that we've heard in a lot of these specials that we've been watching this year yeah warnings and then apologies after shows (laughs) and i totally get it i think it's you know i don't want to sit here and censor anybody like no say whatever the fuck you want to say yeah but But you're gonna cultivate your own crowd then just be aware of that (laughs) that's totally perfect i think more people should be fine with that you don't need to be liked by everybody not everybody's gonna be a fucking cup of tea if they don't like your shows you will find a random group of people like you know what somebody's somebody's always gonna like what you like Mm -hmm. i feel like yeah yeah i do agree with that um, Even murderers. Exactly. <laughs> Garth Brooks has his crowd, too. <laughs> Everyone has their audience. Uh, yeah. So I think that was kind of, like, my thoughts yeah. on Kevin Hart. I thought it was good. I think it was classic Kevin, um, mm-hmm. Callback King, a good a good 2023 special. Yeah, if you need a laugh, he, it was good. Yeah. He, talk, he put so much. You know how some specials we watch, and they literally have three jokes for the whole thing yes one thing about kevin is that he goes 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 which is great mm-hmm. but i also like adhd chimes in and like i'll miss like part of it i'll be like what was he saying but it doesn't yeah. matter because he has a new joke in two <laughs> seconds <laughs> i know he really so, is yeah he he's fast paced he was like i'm saying a lot of shit on here unclench your asses and yeah like, he really did. yeah he is very expressive like he has great stage presence yeah, he moves he around great. a lot he uses his body yeah and like his facial expressions really well with his jokes which i love like you know sometimes like straight face pan comedians can be funny and some of them are my favorite but it's also sometimes nice to have somebody who is like just really like overwhelmingly expressive too so i do agree um yeah it was it was fun i mean if you guys like comedy i would say definitely watch it yeah he's classic even if you don't earn into it that much i think he's a win (laughs) so booked 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 kevin you are booked okay well this week we are doing our very first spotlight segment Um, and this week we chose to do it on Jessica Michelle Singleton. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her. She, she's so cute. Um, comedian, writer. She's host of a podcast called Ignorance is Blessed. Um, she's also a country singer. And what? she kind of is an Anna Kendrick doppelganger. <laughs> she feel. did look very familiar. She looks like, yeah, she's, she's like a blonde version of Anna Kendrick, I feel. So funny. Um, yeah, no, she's great. She, probably, I think she has like similar voice tones too, actually. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Very, very similar. Yeah. Um, she came... Did you get to work with her or did you just book her? I don't know. She came when I was managing. She worked with Mark Norman. She featured for him. That was the first time I met oh, her. Oh, I did work with her then because yeah. then she featured for Mark Norman at L Club. Oh, she did. Yeah. Perfect. She's one of my favorites. She was so chill. Um, she's from Alaska. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Um, but then she also talks about being from the South, too. She Yep. So she was born in Germany, moved around. Um, was it called military so oh. Mississippi and uh-huh. then she went to Alaska when she was like in middle school or something and okay. then went there um I remember she was just like hey, I have to go back to Anchorage next week and I'm like oh that sounds so far away <laughs> I think she was here in the winter too and I was like that sounds just horrendous <laughs> um you're like no this is cold enough <laughs> yeah this is, this is good um I just think it's funny that she said she's always wanted to be a country singer um you never see that mix country no well, actually, well 
There was one country singer. What's that came. guy that we worked with? Um, Rod- Rodney. Rodney Carring- Carrington. No, Carrington? I almost said Dangerfield, but it's definitely not that. <laughs> Let's look him up. I'll be able to find him. He tipped me. It was right around Christmas. He gave me a hundred bucks when I was behind the bar, and I was like, "Thank you, sir. That's so fucking nice." Yeah, he was. <laughs> this is one of those cases where like he was really nice. He was a really nice guy to work with, but it was also like during COVID. No, it like is. it was the end of. Rodney Carrington. Oh, Rodney Carrington. You're right. But it was what? End of COVID. End yep. of COVID. And we were not socially distancing or anything like that because um, capitalism. And I just remember he like came up to me and he was like, it is so nice to just feel normal and not see everyone have to be spread out. And we were like wearing masks. And I was like, this isn't my choice. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah. I even got like a message from his manager. Like, thank you so much for just like giving him a normal night. And I was oh like, God. oh my God, I, you should probably text the owner because yeah. I am not the one. <laughs> this has nothing to do with me. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. So I remember he was nice though. Um, he was nice. Yeah, so country singer-wise, that is... <laughs> we got a few of them, apparently. Um, but Anna, she... Or not Anna. I'm going to call her Anna Kendrick. Um, <laughs> Jessica. Jessica, Michelle Singleton. Yeah. She um, has an album on iTunes called Horny for Death. Um, <gasps> and I wanted to just play a clip just so that everybody can kind of see this. And then we'll post some like actual clip clips Cute. on yes. for visuals. But let me see here. Horny for Death is such a great album name too no yeah and you guys should check out her um so it's jms comedy um that's like at her at for everything um but if you go to her website (laughs) she has a bunch of clips as well and then um a little piece of it horny for death here we go in my eyes face to face i can feel his breath on my face see his glistening sweat he says take that dick you filthy pig. <laughs> filthy pig? What? What in the fuck? I was like, did you just say filthy pig? Pig? Not even piglet? Like a cupid? <laughs> <laughs> Not even piglet? Not even a cute pig? <laughs> She's fucking funny. She is funny. I definitely went down like a, like, her entire tiktok page no she's like, so good she's hilarious she had another one that was um i think this is a full album please don't leave me so that was the one that she had before but oh um, i see that the horny for death one's on spotify too she i listened to her she was on bert's podcast his solo nice. one mm-hmm. so i learned a lot more about her from that but it was also just good and it was kind of interesting to sit and watch them uh-huh. it's just like it's interesting when you do something and then watch how other people do it, like the beginning, when you sit down and like, yeah. you get ready to get into it all, and it's just <laughs> it's just kind of funny. It's were, probably weird to do it with different people every week, too, yeah. though. Yeah, absolutely. Like, kind of awkward. and like. Yeah. I mean, it's even awkward for us, and we do this every week. <laughs> we're just kind of like, how do we we're start? Like, I don't know. you got to start it today. <laughs> but yeah, um, you can catch Jessica. She's actually on tour. Check out her website, jmscomedy.com. Um, you will be able to see her all over America. Yay! Yeah, so, yep, that's our first spotlight of the week. Hey! Do we have any um, industry tips? Oh, don't eat, don't eat anything that a fan gives you. And as a fan, don't bring shit to the club. Yeah, because <laughs> it really is just a waste a waste of money. Yeah, I don't like wasting shit. Um, yeah, because you know, like I would say, a hundred people are gonna be nice about it and not drug you but you're gonna get that one then where it's like oh now you're 
fucking really rolling on ecstasy. For <laughs> Do you remember when Stormy Daniels came and people, somebody had sent like fan mail to give to her beforehand? And I was Ugh. like, why are you sending her fan mail here? That's right. Like for what? I totally forgot about that. I wish we would have It was like multiple <laughs> envelopes yeah. too. It was a thick one. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like what are you sending yeah, this I totally chick? forgot about that. Yeah. That was weird. That was the weirdest show I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Not the show she's used to putting on, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I don't belong. I don't belong in those ones. <laughs> she's doing well, but. Yeah. Good for her. I don't know. Didn't she just have a lawsuit with Trump or something? I can't remember. Did she win? I don't know. I ho- I do hope she wins for that one. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Rooting for her for that one. Woof, woof. Not rooting for another. I don't want her to come back for the show. <laughs> I don't ever want her to come back to a comedy club, but I do but want I her to do win want all her. of her battles. Yes. <laughs> Get that money, girl. Yeah. Here for it. Well, I love it. Well, I feel like that is everything for this week. Yay. All right. Well, follow us on all of our socials. Threads is blasting off, guys. Yes. <laughs> We're going to win our Emmy, and it's going to be great. Yes. Um, and email us at a laughing matter podcast 2023. Is it 2023? 2023 at gmail. Yeah. At gmail.com. Love that. <laughs> um, yeah. That's that. Cool. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.